Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. Today's episode contains themes of sexual assault and suicide. If you're listening with a child, you might want to sit this one out. This month, we're talking about visionaries. Today's Womanikin grounded her work through what she called a universal energy. She used mud, earth, flowers, and even blood in her art to evoke the emotional and at times harrowing inspirations behind her performances. Let's talk about Ana Mendieta. Ana was born on November 18, 1948. She was the second of three children born to Ignacio and Raquel Mendieta in Havana, Cuba. Her mother was a chemistry teacher. Her father was a supporter of Fidel Castro, but became disillusioned with the anti-Catholic sentiment of the post-revolutionary state. Alongside their father, Anna and her older sister, Raquelin, became involved in counter-revolutionary activities. At the time, Anna and Raquelin were only 12 and 14 years old. In 1961, their father, Ignacio, arranged for the girls to leave the country. They were transported to Miami in Operation Pedro Pan, a program organized by a priest in Miami to move 14,000 kids from Cuba to the U.S. under guardianship of the Catholic Church. Soon after, the sisters were sent to a reform school in Iowa, They wouldn't see their mother and brother for five years, and they wouldn't see their father for 18 years. In Iowa, Anna felt stifled. Later in life, friends would describe her as tempestuous, outspoken, and fiercely ambitious. But at that time, she wasn't able to openly embody those traits. At the reform school, she was regularly punished with beatings and confinement. After they left, Anna and Raquelin spent several tumultuous years in the foster care system. Isolated from her family and from any semblance of her life in Cuba, Anna turned to art as a means of expression. She enrolled at the University of Iowa in 1969. There, she began to develop her unique style. She became interested in cross-disciplinary practice and avant-garde work. She described her work as earth-body art, as it would often blend her own figure with elemental materials like mud, rocks, flowers, and leaves. She drew inspiration from folk and occult traditions of Cuba, as well as Mexico, where she often traveled for research. One of Ana's most famous pieces include her Silueta series, in which she created silhouettes of her body using the four elements and other materials from nature. She worked on this series from her senior solo show in 1973 until 1980, just a few years before her death. Anna's work was often violent and raw, reflecting on themes of feminism, the power of female sexuality, and male sexual violence. Her first piece ruminating on these ideas was one of her most divisive and impactful. A series of performances in response to the 1973 on-campus rape and murder of a fellow university student. Sarah Ann Otten. Anna also created a series of self-portraits, distorting her features by pressing her face up against glass, others where she was dripping in blood, and some with glued-on facial hair. 
she created a short film in which she recorded the reactions of people passing by to a puddle of pig's blood she'd spilled outside her apartment as a way to observe people's indifference and reactions to violence. In 1977, Anna graduated with an MFA in Intermedia, which she earned under the instruction of artist Hans Breder, with whom Anna had had a 10-year-long affair. After graduating in 1978, Anna moved to New York City. There, she became part of the Artists in Residency, or AIR, an all-woman gallery. The group didn't have a unified agenda, but rather wanted to achieve the kind of recognition for women that men held in the art world. Through the gallery, Anna met Carl Andre, a minimalist artist. In all respects, including their art, Anna and Carl were opposites, but they began a turbulent romantic relationship. They were married in a private ceremony in Rome in January of 1985, though Anna suspected he may have been cheating on her as early as August of that year. But on September 8th, Anna died after falling from her 34th floor apartment window in Greenwich Village. She was 36 years old. Carl was the only witness. Later, he'd claimed to remember none of the events leading up to her death and suggested Anna died by suicide. He was tried for her death, but ultimately acquitted. In the years since her passing, many believe Anna's death overshadowed her work as an artist. But supporters of her work continue to uphold her legacy and her place in the male-dominated art world. In 1992, the Guggenheim opened a short-lived downtown art gallery, which included a work by Carl Andre. 500 protesters gathered outside in a picket line with banners that read, Where is Anna Mendieta? More recently, Anna's beginning to receive the recognition she deserved, including a show at the Whitney Museum and the Hayward Gallery. All month, we're honoring artistic visionaries. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. And special thanks to Alessandra Tejeda, who curated this month's theme. Talk to you tomorrow.